big in Exeter, London, Chicago, Gdansk, Woking, Yokohama, Japan. Mushy, mushy. Oldbury and Solna in Sweden. It's Wolfmania, the podcast. Hello, good evening and welcome to Wolfmania the podcast, the comedy-adjacent noisy neighbour of Wolfmania the website, www.wolfmania.org. I'm Andrew. And I'm Tim. And you know us by now. And we'd love it if you followed us around on the internet. Uh, You can get hold of us on Instagram at... Andrew underscore Wolfpack. And on Twitter at... Andrew WM, the W and the M are uh, in capital letters. It's like Andrew WK, but with, with an M. Always trying, always trying, never missing an opportunity. And all over the website, www.wolfmania.org, home of our shop, the Vaults Museum of Tat. Loads of photos of Wag looking well moody. I've said your name, that's probably inappropriate. That's okay. And uh, hey, new feature. Hey! Hey! Hey, new Sorry, feature! Not, not excited. <laughs> Coaching me already. Hey! <laughs> Not like that. Hey! <laughs> Not like that, Tim. Hey! <laughs> hey! 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 Or, or the sw- I'm going to go for the Swedish. Hey. Oh. Hi. Hey, new feature. E- email us your questions and topic ideas to Wolfmania Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. And we'll answer them at the start of the show. Whoa! See, that was enthusiastic. Yeah, yeah. I saw, yeah. I saw the exclamation mark. I enjoyed it. This, this week, uh, on uh, in the Wolfmania Encyclopedia of Everything, we are opening up on the letter G, and uh, there's lots of good things in the letter G. And as we know, Tim, good things come in small packages, Indeed, and some of these do. will be gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> that begins with a G. It does, doesn't it? And some of them will be, will probably go on for hours. Uh, not this though. This is going to be uh, light, tight, and bright. None of which begins with a G. That's right. Um, Anyway, as I'm sure you're aware, um, most Romance languages and some of the Nordic languages have got two main pronunciations for the letter G. The hard G, as in gargoyles, goblins and ghosts. And a soft G, in gentle, ginger or gina G. Uh, There are other variants, of course. The voiced palato alveolar sibilant, typically used in words of French origin, like café rouge. Or there's the uh, the digraph. Uh, used when you're shouting badgers at Brian May. Badgers! Badgers! Or there's my favourite, the uh, the kiddie middle G, as in jungle, finger and singer. But let's not get bogged down in this. Uh, there's a hard G and a soft G, just as there is a hard Wolfmania the podcast and a soft Wolfmania the podcast. Currently, you are safely ensconced in the warm bosom of the soft wolfmania, where themes are family-friendly, songs are silly, and the language rarely gets coarser than the word bosom. It's our flagship show, and we hope you love it. 
There is, of course, the ne'er-do-well running with the wrong crowd. Bit awkward at the Christmas dinner table late-night version of the show, uh, where Tim and I start working dirty. It's less jingles, more for the singles. And uh, the braver ravers among you can give it a listen uh, on iTunes. It's on SoundCloud. You can listen to it round our house at www.wolfmania.org. On Stitcher Radio. It's the Stitcher Radio van going past outside now. Another listener in Gdansk. Just taking another delivery. (laughs) Hand-delivered. Hand-delivered pod goodness. On a zip disk. (laughs) You better have a drive. Uh, You can... uh, Yeah, you have been warned, though. Uh, The uh, late-night show has late-night themes. Before we get stuck into those Gs, though, I'd like to just do a little bit of following up. That's an F. On some of the FS we talked about last week. That's right. That doesn't make any sense, doesn't does make, it? What does that mean? The Fs. All right, hold on. Fs. Hold on, hold on. I'm like Jeremy Corbyn. Yeah. Awful. Just reading it as it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big message here. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get stuck into those Gs, though, these... Oh, you do it. Just you do it. I can't read it. <laughs> Before we get stuck into those Gs, though, I'd like to just do a little bit of following up. That's an F. On some of the Fs that we talked about last week. That's right. It's the Notes and Corrections, Mistakes and Regrets section. It's the Notes and Corrections, Mistakes and Regrets section. Yes it is, yes it is. It's the Notes and Corrections, Mistakes and Regrets section. It's the Notes and Corrections, Mistakes and Regrets section. Got it wrong. In our F episode, our F episode, if you will... You'll recall we came down with a terrible dose of festival fever and made a big announcement about the inaugural Depressedival. We did talk about Depressedival. We did, yeah. Um, It's due to take place somewhere cold, oddly expensive and a bit awkward to get to. Probably on a date that no one can really do in October. Um, We might... uh, All right, we, we definitely have made a few premature pronouncements about acts that might be playing. Um, Skepta Shut us down uh, the, the drummer from REO Speedwagon Can't fight his lawyers anymore <laughs> I still want to sing it Can't fight his lawyers anymore uh, Penny Plumbing though Penny, Pl- Penny Plumbing Penny. is bang up for is it he? Yes <laughs> she is uh, that's, uh, that's great That's great news And also uh, Tim I've got this email uh, that I should uh, I should read to you. Yeah, you've been promising me some some big news all day. This is honestly this is pretty big news. Okay. Um, are you any good at maths, Tim? Uh, C at GCSE. Yeah. yeah okay. I'd say I'd say no. Then it's not bad. It's, yeah. It's not bad. It's because uh, you. I, I might need to do some uh, totting up. Okay. As a result of this email. Okay. This this came in this week. This a genuine email uh, that came into the Wolfmania podcast at gmail dot com. Okay. Uh, addressed this week. And uh, oh, I think you're going to be excited about this, Tim. Okay. This is this is a big announcement here. It says uh, here's the email. It says, "Hello, I trust all's good. We've been enjoying some great success recently with flying U.S. artists over to perform live as part of a special club tour. The response from our last Cisco, what? That's right, wow. Cisco tour campaign was overwhelming. We managed to confirm eight dates within ten days." This meant that the flight share was brought down to about £300 per person. So everybody's saving money on fees, hotels and ground transportation. OK, I've got eight days, eight dates, ten days, 
300 pounds okay. we're, we're not worried about the other eight days no we're worried about that difficult monday in october <laughs> we've got a couple of dates left on this one and the details uh, are below cisco most famous for his worldwide sensational hit, The Thong Song, past participation in Celebrity Big Brother, I did not know that, and is, respon- and is responsible for a jaw-dropping 30 million records sold worldwide, including a vast list of classics such as Every Freaking Night. Never heard it. Tell, tell Me. Likewise. And Incomplete. New to me. Yeah. Known also as the long-time frontman of multi-platinum group Drew Hill. Ah, now we're talking. I'm back on board now. I'm thinking of changing my name to Drew Wolfman. Who yeah. are you? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I think it could work. Uh, Cisco excels as a first-class singer, dancer, songwriter and actor from Baltimore. He won an astonishing six Billboard Awards in 2000 in both the hip-hop and R&B categories as a solo artist and still performs as both part of Drew Hill and as a solo artist. He's spreading himself a little too thin, if you ask me. But... He's spreading himself pretty thin if he's... Uh, being offered out to uh, the Deprestival organisers. Um, anyway, the details on this are as follows. Artist, Cisco. Performance, four-track live PA. Four tracks. What four tracks do you think you get? <laughs> I don't know if we get... Do you think we get to choose? I think we do. I think we do. I think I would go for Thong Song. Yep. Every Freaking Night. <laughs> Tell Me. I've forgotten the other one. Incomplete. Incomplete. <laughs> Incomplete. Incomplete. Which means he doesn't do Unleash the Dragon itself. Does yeah. that not mean that four track? Does that just mean he just does, he does, does it off? Four, of... four, no, it doesn't uh, mean he's doing it on a four track. Okay, <laughs> all right. Like, like, uh, like Daniel Johnston. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's, he's not doing like Sentry Doe. Okay. <laughs> it's, uh, I like... think it means he's doing four tracks. Okay. okay. Fee. Yeah. £2,995. Off the top of my head, that's about US dollars is isn't it? Just for our stateside listeners. I'm not sure at the moment. Uh, by the time you get this, I don't think they have America by the time they have this. I <laughs> no. think it's been banned. That's why Cisco's getting the first plane over. Yep. Uh, dates available from the Friday the 28th of September till Sunday the 7th of October. It's perfect, isn't that it? Is, that it is. It couldn't be more very, perfect. That is serendipitous, to say the least, isn't it? I want that Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Flights, hotel and ground tra- transportation costs shared evenly across all. And that's not all. I just can't believe what could improve this. We're also bringing over Coolio. What? <laughs> that's right. We're also bringing over Coolio. See, that sounds like it's against his will, doesn't it? It doesn't sound like he's entirely keen on, that, keen on this idea. Coolio sold over 30 million records hang on, hang globally. On, numbers, numbers. Haven't they all? Haven't they all? It's all 30 million, isn't it? It's, uh, for, it's convenient. For, for more info on his profile, please check this. is brilliant. HTTP dosh, dosh dot colon slash slash www dot jakeavisadesign.co.uk slash eFlyers slash i4 underscore coolio slash index dot Please contact me now on a number that I'll not give you for a chat. You definitely need a chat about coolio. Here are coolio's costs. Okay. Artist, Coolio. Performance, four-track live PA. Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. Uh, he's got some more, hasn't he? Coolio. Yeah. Yeah, what? you'd hope he's got three more. Yeah, what are his others? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, cost, 
£2,875. He's 120 quid cheaper than Cisco. <laughs> that's interesting, isn't it? Because as, yeah. as the older man, you'd expect him to command a, a higher fee. And he's got more He's got more dates available, but they're also all in September. So maybe okay. the late September Sunday Yeah, we can, uh, we can get hold of him. Um, uh, flights, again, hotel and ground, ground transportation costs are shared evenly across all. Both tours are promising to be hot. Please contact me now. We have a limited availability on both. I can also give you an idea on what the expenses are likely to be. What do you think the expenses are likely to be? Oh, I could say you could, you could double it and stick another note on the end with those guys' tastes, I should imagine, couldn't you? I, I don't know. I mean, I know, I know what you're thinking, Tim. Yeah. Three grand a piece for the yep. four songs, mm-hmm. and we're making a saving on the flights. Yep. Let's get a Kickstarter going and make it happen. I think it would be remiss of us to uh, not to. I mean, I'm a bit worried about who's going to go on first. But and well, and the ground tra- tra- the ground transportation <laughs> costs apparently are going to be an issue. Yeah. I'll stick them in an Uber. Yeah. Separate Ubers. Same yeah. Uber. Other of these smallish issues, though, Tim, we, we good. We, we very good. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I think we should make that happen. Yeah, well, we will make that. If if the listeners want that to happen, we will get Cisco and we will get Coolio and we will get an enormous loan now. <laughs> <laughs> and for eight songs on a cold Sunday night in October, <laughs> the three of us will realise that we're spending... About three grand each <laughs> to listen to Incomplete. I've never, I've never heard it, so what better way to hear it than performed just for you? He could just tell you that he's playing it. You'd have no idea. <laughs> he could play. He could sneak out some new material. He could, he could be doing anything. Let's hope he doesn't hear this first, because it'll, be it'll be the green light for him just to absolutely <laughs> take the piss. Swearing, sorry. Anyway, I'll tell you what. If we can't make the numbers work uh, for Cisco... Yep. Maybe we should turn to the uh, the bloke who made the Australian cricket tape that we were talking about in our fishing story last week. That's oh yeah, right. yeah, that's right. You don't you you don't remember last week? I've had a busy week. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> happened? Well, that's, uh, that's a you remember we were we were talking about uh, uh, the day I went uh, fishing. I was trying to recapture the giddy nineties high of sitting in a broken boat. With uh, a couple of young Brummies okay. doing impressions oh, yeah. of Australian cricket commentators. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's exactly what I was fl- uh, flooding back to me now. It uh, yeah, as as it was indeed in the boat. Yes, <laughs> uh, at that time, uh, well, I found out that the uh, the cricket tape that the guys were reciting word for word was by a guy called the Twelfth Man. Okay, yeah, it's called the Twelfth Man, and uh, the I've I've got it whittled down that the album we were probably listening to was his I think third album. <laughs> The Twelfth Man, again. That's right. It was number one in the Australian charts. Oh, oh well, well. Number one in the Australian charts it was. And um, the uh, good news for you, Tim. Yes. Good news for you. Yes. Is I've got you a copy. You've managed to procure a copy of The Twelfth Man. <laughs> again. And that is genuine, I can... That is genuine. Describe, from, I think, from 1991. Describe the cover, and it is of a, a vintage television set with a, a pair of roughed-up cricket shoes in front of it, as though the the viewer is lying back on the sofa watching yep. the old television set, having just 
taken part in some sport, probably cricket. Yeah. And uh, he's looking at the uh, the screen of the television, and the, there is a, a graphic on the screen uh, with the words 12th man again, and then somewhat unnecessarily the caption, the 12th man belief beneath. Then I believe there is a famous picture of cricketer Merv Hughes. Yes, yeah, that's right. Uh, he features strongly in this. Uh... Who appears to be licking John Malkovich's ear. <laughs> It's what, the picture. It's what seems to be happening now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, li- liaison's dangerous. <laughs> liaison's dangerous, Merv. <laughs> yeah. uh, I may be mistaken. That is that. That might be the twelfth man himself. It's, I'm assuming it is a not. Uh, uh, possible, isn't it? Not John Malkovich. He appears to be both bald and have a long blonde mullet. <laughs> At, yeah. at the same time, which and, uh, and an earring and a disturbingly pointy tongue. Well, that's yours to take away, Tim. Is it? And uh, there's also a disclaimer on the front that says, "Warning: This recording contains language that some people may find offensive." Yeah, humans. Humans. Uh, if I flip it over onto the other side, it's an import. So it's Jeez, yeah, I got it on import. Presumably cost you about seventeen quid. It doesn't. You don't need to know. Uh, it was performed by the 12th man who presumably never gives away his name but based on uh, the other people involved is probably David Froggy Froggart I'm fairly <laughs> certain that's who he is uh, and on the front cover was I correct it is Big Merv uh, image kindly supplied by Channel 9 mate <laughs> well, that, see that's pretty much how it goes in the name of good podcasting yep. uh, I've had a listen to this yeah, twice I've listened to this twice the way through Oof. before giving it to you and uh, and uh, guess what <laughs> Yes, what? Not aged well. No, I should imagine not. I mean, I was expecting a bit of the batsman's holding the boulders, Willie. Yeah. That sort of sniggering. Yeah. Um, could probably successfully lose some of the broader racial epithets, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I need to listen to this. You to, do need to listen to it. I need your review next week. Okay. And, you know, as a warning, it's a boozy 90s Australian cricket comedy album. <laughs> But essentially, whether you're going to like this or not, Tim, yeah. pretty much comes down to how funny you think Sri Lankan people's names are. Mm. I mean, there's about half an hour uh, where he says things like peanut butter jar is coming in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, uh, betting at number number nine, it's Ahmed, I'm in a gay bar. Let's take a look at the Australian card now. Yeah. And what a marvellous sight that is. Only the five batsmen needed. And all five scoring magnificent centuries. Mark Taylor, a brilliant knock from him of 118 before he was dismissed by a very good ball from the Sri Lankan pace bowler Sumjerk Ramakar. Finding the outside edge and in the end a pretty simple catch there for the keeper. Give us a hand, Lickeracne. Geoffrey Marsh struggled early but eventually got his eye in and went on to make 103 before being trapped LBW off the bowling of Lone Rangers into Silver. David Boone top scored for the Australians with a brilliant innings of 130 off just 55 balls. He played some glorious strokes here today, David Boone, smashing the Sri Lankan bowlers all over the ground, especially arriving to hire car and Lebroy. They really copped some stick. And Boone eventually caught in the gully by Summer Can Tell You Summer a Secret off the bowling of Lebroy. Jones and Border, the not out batsman, a superb effort again from this pair to carry the Australian innings. Jones undefeated on 109, Border 102, and both men playing some magnificent strokes as indeed did all of the Australian batsmen. 1990s, you've let me down again. <laughs> Not again. I, can, I can't take you bloody anywhere. Is <laughs> me banging on about how it was all Democrats and riot girls, X-Files and Underworld, and there you are getting all <laughs> drunk and going full 
armoured arm in a gay bar. Oh dear, I bloody nineties! I despaired him. But I think you've done you've done uh, current times a service by hoovering this up off the market, <laughs> taking it away, taking it away, and putting it in our time capsule, which yeah. we'll make with all the other terrible things That's from true. the past. Tim, if I could go back in time and make everything funny again, <laughs> oh my god, I would. <laughs> uh, thankfully, Tim, uh, through the magic of podcasting. Uh, I think we probably can go back and make things funny again. Really? Uh, yeah, absolutely right. Uh, you know, we've said before that Wolfmania is a bit of a time machine and uh, one that we can use to right the wrongs of the past and insert the laughs we should have got last time round. Ah, I see where you're going. Yeah, it's last week's punchlines today. Don't call it a comeback! It's last week's punchlines today. <laughs> this is going to be an exhausting listen. <laughs> it is, it's going to be very tiring. Keep up, people. Zingers, left, right and centre. Tim, 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 Tim. Yep. Do you remember last week? No. <laughs> you, don't. you don't. You don't remember when we were talking about the fishing trip, do you? I, it's coming back to me. It's coming back to me. Yeah, well, um, it resulted in uh, the, the, the denouement of the fishing story. Uh, resulted in me stepping off a trawler. Of course it did, yes. Onto yes, a yes. beach. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. In a pastel coloured suit. Yep. Covered in gore. Yep. It was gills on film. Yeah. No. Good, good, good. No. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. You know, I think I looked more saving Private Ryan than say a prayer for me. That doesn't work. And say it. I, say, yeah, do I. Do you want to try that? Yeah. I looked more saving Private Ryan than say a prayer for me now. Does anybody know that say a prayer for me now is by Duran Duran? I do. That was one of their later okay. ones, wasn't it? Yeah. How about, it was Union of the Hake. Yeah, that's very good. You might say that you looked a bit like Simon Le Bomb Damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You like that one? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, I'm back up to speed now. Yeah, it's all yeah, coming back yeah, to me. Yeah. Oh, well, you must remember as well that we were we did a bit of fossil hunting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah that. Absolutely. Clear, what, 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 a, what a privilege that was, uh, and uh, we were we were talking about the nine pound fossil <laughs> hunting trip to Charmouth that uh, I took with my excellent pal uh, Jurassic Chris. I implied it's probably a little unfairly, in in all honesty, that he liked both dinosaurs and saving money. You might say that he's a don't want to paleontologist. Very good, very good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, never want to, never want to buy a new, brand new dinosaur when this old relic will do. <laughs> Very good. That's a terrible fake. Lamp. <laughs> That's your worst. How fake could lamp. you tell that was fake? That was the fake. I was doing the face and everything. <laughs> Crink, crink, crinkled the eyes up, threw my head back. Oh come on, Tim! In fossils and in jokes, we all know that uh, the old ones are the best. <sighs> ah yes. That's yeah. what, that wasn't a joke. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I made a weird noise over it, so you can't tell what you said. <laughs> that was just ah. that was just wa- warm bonhomie yep. that you know that I think uh, the listeners will uh, will will appreciate. And then you just did a pirate noise. I, just, I, don't, know yeah. I don't know why. Should we get on with some of these G's? Yeah, let's let's give it a go. Yeah, a go 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 go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! 
Hello, listeners. Welcome back to... What, what is it called? <laughs> Wolfmania, the podcast. That's right, the encyclopedia of everything. And this week, we're opening up our encyclopedia of everything at the letter G. We may have already told you that. Now, Tim. Yes. We've had a couple of fallow weeks here. We have. I might have stockpiled quite a few Gs. Yeah. yeah you've, uh... That sounds more impressive. <laughs> that sounds more impressive than it actually is. Like a lyric from a Snoop Dogg song. Exactly right. Stockpiling Gs. Like a... <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you could do the voice. I like your version no, of I it. I didn't. I wasn't confident enough to do it properly. <laughs> it sounds like he's from Columpt. Where he is. It could be. Who knows? Everyone's got to be from somewhere. Straight out of Columpton. Straight out of Columpton. Um, so I've got look. I've got a pile of these. Stop me on any of these that you might actually want me to uh, to, okay. to, to g up on. Okay. Um, otherwise, we can just we'll, we'll pass them over. Okay. First one I've got. Ginger Planet. Okay. I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Tell you what. Let's see if you can guess what the anecdote would be for each <laughs> of these things. Ginger Planet. Ginger Planet. The time in Portugal you were called Irish people by the Portuguese man. No. Ginger Planet. No. Ginger Planet. The time you were uh, interviewed for the Channel 4 television series (laughs) Ginger Planet. I'd forgotten about that, but yes. It's not that. I'm disappointed that's not it now. Yeah, I wish I'd thought of that. Because I haven't got a third one. We'll come back for it on season two. It's the fanzine I started, Tim, called Fear of a Ginger Planet. (laughs) Very good. Ran out of uh, artists very quickly. Uh, Girl power, Tim. Listeners can uh, will get this as extra content if you sign up for for something. It's a Friends friends of the Podcast special. Friends of the Podcast special. Girl power, always interested in that. Uh, Yeah, big advocate of all things... Girl based Absolutely and equality right. wise. Absolutely right. That's not what the story uh, was gonna be. No. It's about when I when I had a burger with Emma Bunton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, nice. I, I, I don't I don't think I've heard that one. Again, uh we can we can come back for that one. Okay. Uh you've got Grebo Gurus. Yeah, really interested in that. Yeah. Yeah, bang up for that. That's that's presumably all Clint Mansell. It's about Clint Mansell's birthday genes. <laughs> That he got for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Didn't do that one. How about uh, getting up, Tim? Are you sure this isn't the late night special? This is uh, <laughs> not entirely sure if uh, uh, as somebody who has difficulty waking up in the mornings, uh, I'm hoping that will be some sort of uh, life hack, life hack based. It's not Tim segment. It's no. about when you were a graffiti artist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And you did. A staggering mural of <laughs> footballer Michael Owen. I so wish we'd picked. It wouldn't it be great if he'd been really cool. If he yeah. if he turned out to be really cool, I'm not just uh, a bit boring. A really boring guy who's into horse Com- racing. A, a competent <laughs> sportsman and father, yeah, yeah. and horse racing fanatic. Yeah, he was only 17. It could have gone anywhere at that point, yeah. and it, it didn't go the way we wanted it to. No. Uh, Okay, what else have you got? Geordie Gangster. Yeah, love the Geordie Gangster. Yeah, honestly, yeah. the uh, the blood, sweat and uh, toil, the interminable hours 
uh, in the studio I've spent trying to make records sound as good as they can possibly be. <laughs> Total waste of time. It turns out the greatest music I've ever made took me as long to make as it does to play. And we did it at a barbecue in Croydon. Geordie Gangster. Geordie Gangster. Full on copy air. Alan Shearer. Full on copy air. At a barbecue in Croydon. Yeah. Game of Pricks. Uh, that's a that's a intriguing title. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be up for, up for hearing what that, what that right. involved. Game of pricks. Our mutual punk rock friend. Let's call him Barry from Bear Drive's car. He's got the best tattoo of anyone I know. He got it on tour in Japan. It's a beautiful symbol that he saw on a beer commercial in Osaka. He proudly told us that it embodied purity, clarity, strength. Three of the core values of the man and his music, and possibly three of the bands that were on tour with him at the time. If I had a time machine, and we've sort of established that Wolf Mania the podcast is that time machine, don't touch anything, I would go back to the day that Barry was showing off his ink in the club, and a young Japanese woman asked him, why does it say, less gassy on your arm? Gandalf. To do the face. <laughs> I love, I love the, the way the pauses get bigger. It's, it's, it's so much, uh, yeah. Gandalf. In my defence, I wasn't really expecting to run into Gandalf at the off-licence. I was on my way to the pictures, picking up off-brand popcorn and, let's be honest, walking wine for me and KD. Gandalf, it was Sir Ian McKellen, so actually we stumbled into Gandalf and Magneto from the X-Men in the off-licence. Well, Gandalf, he was presumably on his way to Isengard to seek counsel from Saruman the White, who, it turns out, is quite a fan of Carlsberg export. As the great wise wizard and I simultaneously grabbed for the chilled cabinet handle, a you first, no you first, no please after you, sir, politeness war broke out. Clearly and correctly pegging me as the hyperventilating nerd type, Sir Ian moved to resolve the stammering standoff by holding his hands out Gandalf-style, taking up a wizardly stance and trying to open the door and get some cans out without touching them. After 30 seconds of hammy gurning and little movement in the fridge, he looked defeated and said, Well, you do it if you're so bloody clever. Some believe it's only great power that can hold evil in check, but that's not what I've found. It's the small everyday deeds of ordinary folk that keep the darkness at bay. Small acts of kindness and love. Also cans. Any questions uh, so far, Tim, on uh, the G section? So Patrick Stewart was with him. <laughs> no, Patrick Stewart wasn't with him. He wasn't with him. No, oh, okay. He was there on his own, but he's both. He's both. He is. Yeah. Is he both? Oh, he is. Oh, yeah. Patrick, isn't Patrick Stewart Magneto? Mm. Patrick is... Stewart's uh, Professor X oh, and know. Captain Jean-Luc Picard. I don't know anything about no. this. Uh, 
But they're mates. They hang out, don't they? They are, they are buddies. In the film The X-Men, they certainly are. And in reality, I, I believe. Yeah. I think they go bowling together. <laughs> they do, they do. I remember there's pictures of them larking about going bowling in America. If I were uh, Sir Ian McKellen and I went bowling with yeah. Patrick Stewart, I'd take a photo of us both doing it and I would tag it, hashtag, take the skinheads bowling. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> We've got plenty more of these. I, lo- I like your bike size. I like yeah. Uh, I like <laughs> Fun size, Wolfmania the podcast. Because <laughs> uh, the, uh, the audience don't get to see your face when you finished. <laughs> and you kind of know there should be some more. And it feels like there should be some more, but there isn't any more. <laughs> it's, it's, all, it's all done. <laughs> I, no, the, the face is it's meant to imply, Yeah. <laughs> just looks like you're holding your breath though <laughs> I sort of am it's like oh I'm relieved I've, I'm relieved I've got to the end of that and now let's all have a think about that shall we yeah, yeah. As, though there's, as though there's as though there's some strangely deep hidden meaning behind any of these really slight anecdotes <laughs> bumped into man in the off licence let's all think about our own mortality shall we hmm yeah hmm because that's what I think. See, that's what I'm doing all the time when I'm bumping into people around town. I shouted badgers at Brian May. I'm just thinking, we've all got to go sometime. I'm trying to think if I've got, if I've got any recent ones. I, uh, on Friday evening, I was rushing through the train station and uh, I almost bumped into uh, uh, restaurant critic Jay Rayner. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he used to live next door to a very good friend of ours. Okay. Let's call him Mike Nothing. Okay. Yeah, uh, live next door. Okay. And also, on the other side of their house, somehow they've done all right for themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they... Um, uh, on one side of his uh, house lived uh, Jay Rayner. Mike Nothing's house. Mike Nothing's house. On the other side, LaRue, the pop star LaRue. Really? Yeah. Wow. And her mum... <laughs> it was out of the bill. It was off the bill. <laughs> yeah. June, is it off the oh, bill? I was going to say, yeah, June. <laughs> June's her first name. June... June from the bill. Ackland. June... No, I don't know. June Ackland. <laughs> I don't good. know. Wow. Yeah, used to, yeah. Did, did Mike nothing hang out with him at all? Did you ever yeah. go around there and have dinner and stuff? Yeah, apparently, uh, yeah. Jay Rayner came around with some sausage rolls. Really? Uh, one time I was there, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Seems like quite a friendly chap on the on the telly, but he had a he had a right face on him. Did he on Friday night? But then who doesn't at a busy train station on a Friday night when you're rushing to get home and you just can't get the locally sourced <laughs> yeah. food. smoked pangolin <laughs> <laughs> that he really really wanted tapas. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't get that in the weather spoons at, at yeah. Houston. <laughs> the parcel yard. <laughs> <laughs> Livid he was. Yeah. Livid he was. But uh, um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do realise that a lot of our uh, a lot of our stories here are about very uh, swiftly bumping into people that people might have heard of, <laughs> and yet somehow nothing of any note entailing. But then great nothing meaning really being... happened. Somehow great meaning being forced, 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 forced upon. <laughs> squeezed really tightly so it just drips out, yeah, <laughs> like a bag of icing sugar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which brings me, Tim, <laughs> to Giants. Hey, thanks for coming over. The new stuff sounds great. 
I hate to be a pain. Just wanted to thank you for making some music that's meant a lot to me at various times in my life. It's really appreciated, guys, so sincerely, thank you. That's what I normally say when I meet the great and good of the music world. Uh, Most of the time it goes over reasonably well, and usually I mean it. If that's gone okay as a concrete token of my regard for the life-affecting oeuvre of Artist X, I might add a quick coda. I'll get out of your hair now. But can I fetch you a drink or anything? Normally you don't actually have to buy them a drink. The bands that made most of the music that meant something to me are mostly in recovery by this stage, or at least still successful enough to get their own free pints. Anyway, the plan is to get in and out in under 30 seconds. Stay respectful, heartfelt and sort of sincere about the new material. I mean, everybody knows it's not a patch on the early stuff, but we're all still here, so let's just celebrate that, shall we? This, unfortunately, is not what I said to They Might Be Giants. You know They Might Be Giants, right? The smart, cartoonish, ostensibly two-piece Brooklyn band. All accordion-led indie rock umpire and art-happening fancy book-learning lyrics. Nerd music. As a tween at the tail end of the 80s, I adored them. They were clever and funny, which is exactly what I wanted to be. They had a prodigious work rate and wrote raucous jingles that weren't quite adult music. They were sort of Devo for kids. It sounded like they wore glasses. If you were going to get someone to write a song about an anthropomorphic frog who became a world-weary travelling salesman, they'd be your number one choice. And for that, some 25 years on, I was going to thank them. Someone's playing a... playing, bigging up their role over there. Little orange cat. And for that, some 25 years on, I was going to thank them. Hey... Thanks for coming over. The new stuff sounds great. So far, so good. I hate to be a pain. Yep, that's great. But then, it's pretty much all new stuff to me. Yeah, I haven't been to see you guys for 25 years. The last time I did was in Birmingham the night before Valentine's Day in, what, 1990? On the way home after the show, our driver flipped the car and piled us into the sign that says, Welcome to Hale Zoen. Haven't really been able to listen to you since then. I figured the band was cursed, that your career was somehow forged on the suffering of others. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a fan and I wish you all success, but at what cost? If we all buy the new CD, how many more kids have to get hurt? Wonder if you could sign my ticket stub? <laughs> Listener, I did the face that implied that I'd stopped. Yeah, yeah. went really badly. Did it not go down so well? More mortified they were. Really? Okay. Yeah. It was, uh, I was, it was, oh, I was talked into it uh, by, let's call her, uh, hold on, let's call her, I don't know who it was, so I can't help. I was talked into it, Tim, by, let's say, Kitty Somerset. Kitty Somerset, okay. Kitty Somerset talked me into it. Um, we, we had, she'll, not, she'll not thank me for that. Kitty Somerset talked me into it. Um, after <laughs> after we'd, had, uh, we'd had a couple of drinks. Um, and oh, Kitty, uh, Kitty likes a drink. She does. <laughs> Poor old Kitty Somerset. Shall we have a drink, Andrew? <laughs> oh, must I, Kitty? <laughs> and, and you'll, you'll take a little gin with me, Andrew. <laughs> 
she she uh, didn't have the courage to go and speak to they might be giants who uh, she uh, is also um, a, fan of. a fan of as uh, was, she was probably also a specky ginger tween uh, in and around the same time and I think that's pretty much who they appealed to I find the thought of you describing yourself as a tween quite disturbing <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what one is <laughs> what is it I think it's sort of between puberty and teenagehood isn't it is it? Whereas I think you're meaning it's between teenagehood and being an adult. No, 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 no. no the first one. Okay, definitely the first one. All right. Because yeah, okay. I'm, I'm lying about my age. <laughs> of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, my mistake. Yeah, yeah. Must have been all of about seven at the time. I was probably seven. <laughs> and uh, we and she, uh, she was just getting the courage up by um, drinking can after can after can of beer, which she then wanted to recycle. So crunched up and shoved in all her pockets. <laughs> <laughs> whilst we were getting the courage up to, to go and... Like some kind to, of Trump. Yeah, to go, oh, a very glamorous Trump. Oh, Kitty. And, yeah, oh, Kitty. Um, and Trump's like us. We were born to bumblingly ask to get our ticket stub signed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and that's what we did. But so, uh, whilst you, we were, you're the lady, Trump. Yeah, whilst, we were getting the, whilst we were getting our courage up, um, I, I, I told her that story... Um, and of course, in the story, absolutely no one was hurt uh, in this in this oh, accident. I'm, pleased, I'm very pleased to, to say. Um, but you could read it as though their continued, ever so slightly annoying success, was was based on car accident after car <laughs> accident. And um, I told her that as a joke between friends. She said, "Oh, you've got to tell them that. They'll love that. They'll love that." She said. <laughs> Because <laughs> you know they're funny guys, aren't they? And I'm funny, and we're all laughing. And I did stick to the. Should have stuck to the script. Yeah, yep. should have stuck to the script. One size fits all. Exactly. And they were mortified. They were absolutely horrified. Oh my god! <laughs> the, are, are you all right? Was uh, I don't know. no, no, nobody was hurt. Everybody's fine. Everybody's fine, guys. Don't <laughs> worry. And they're like, are you, are you sure everybody's fine? <laughs> yeah. No. You know, I'm not saying the blood of children. <laughs> Is what fuels you. That's not what I'm saying. I really, uh, everybody's fine. And now they think that I was in a terrible car accident and I've got brain damage, <laughs> and I haven't seen them for 25 oh, years. I know oh, it's no, it's it wasn't funny at all. They blessed them. They were so horrified, wow. and I felt appalling, and they felt worse. <laughs> Have you listened to any of the more recent material to see if mm. this this exchange has inspired a song? No, they're cursed. I don't, I don't. No, but I bet, I bet they're on a. Oh. I mean, I was talking to our friend uh, Lol from Gonch about this the other day. Oh yeah, and you know he's uh, he's been on the receiving end of uh, what's known, uh, I believe, in the rock and roll trade as the Punisher. That fan who comes over and starts talking and doesn't go away, oh. and no one wants to be on the receiving end of the Punisher, and hence the plan to get in and out inside thirty seconds and not to tell people. <laughs> that you think there's some kind of haunted graveyard of a rock band <laughs> and they should, music with trauma that they should stop now um because and he also suggested that you know in, in certain far-flung places if you if you fall short of the 30 seconds that's worse as well because you know you're lonely in this place you don't know anyone you want you want to have a chat with someone yeah yeah, yeah you don't imagine. want that chat no that's not the chat you want no no, no. you don't want big chat no you don't want big chat. It was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Light, light tight and bright. Second time. I've exactly. I uh, I owe them an apology and I 
I'm, I'm not going to try to make that apology because it's only <laughs> going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. Um, yeah. Yeah. Stick to the script. Stick to the script. Stick to the script. I will, Tim. And I've got a script here, uh, which is good news. Thinking of, uh, thinking of uh, late 80s, oh, yeah. 90s uh, indie rock and roll, which I often am. It's pretty much all I do uh, most of the time. I've been, uh, been going through my tapes, Tim. Oh yeah, but your big box of tapes. Been going through my, uh, been going through my tapes, and uh, I found uh, something that I'd like to call uh, the Godfathers of Grunge. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not sure who this is, but uh, you know, we were talking uh, in an earlier show about spent a little time on the road with uh, popular Boston rock band uh, <laughs> or two in my time. Indeed, yeah. Well, I just uh, wonder. If uh, this tape that I've got here, um, I don't know, maybe it's worth something. I've never heard it before. Just wonder if you can hear what I can hear in the lyrics to this uh, this lost classic. Uh, let me let me pop it on for you. Okay. <laughs>
the uh, greatest song I've ever heard, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a great production on that. Takes yeah. you right back, doesn't it? Yeah. Those heady surprised days. They didn't, uh, surprised they didn't stick that out as a single. Yeah. They've, they've put out worse, has to be said. Yeah. The, the, the only weird thing is that I can't be sure, but is it just me? Or is that about the popular play canvas video game Master Archer? Certain certain lyrics that seem Certainly. to reflect the thrill of shooting fruit from your from your only son's head. Exactly, and my Spanish isn't all it's cracked up to be. But I'm sure at the end there, I think he says. Actually, I think it's. I think it says. Um, Excuse me, is there a lifeguard nearby? <laughs> I need some assistance. I am the master archer. I am the master archer. Wait, dude, come back. <laughs> Yeah, interesting. Uh, para mí lo mismo. I would... <laughs> What's that mean? <laughs> For me, the same. <laughs> uh, I'd like to get that checked by uh, by someone, though. Yeah, yeah. Maybe see, uh, you know, if nothing else, maybe when they do make the big Master Archer... I promise not to talk about the, uh, the game Master Archer. Anymore. When they make the big movie in the style of the Angry Birds movie. Yep. That's got to be over the closing credits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and something by uh, uh, Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> if you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Rockstar? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the best one. Or the Walking on the Sun. How's that one go? Don't, don't make me. Don't make me. Don't make me do this. You've done something cool. Now I'm making you talk about something terrible. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's, yeah. how, that's how we get on. podcast thanks for sticking with us as tim was just telling me in the break you don't need to bother with the first half an hour anybody who's listened to us before know that this is where the gold's really happening and uh, to prove that should we have another little blast of geordie gangster double g Johnny Gangster, full on copier. Alan Zaggy, Joe Galzaggy, Alan Shearer, full on copier. Alan Zaggy, Joe Galzaggy, Alan Shearer, Johnny Gangster, Johnny Gangster, full on copier. Wasn't Joe Kawasaki Welsh? <laughs> yes, he's Welsh. <laughs> Any time that anything's going wrong in the podcast again, we're slapping Geordie Gangster on. It makes everything better. Just so important by the end of it. 20, so emotional. 20, so. 25 years in the foothill of, foothills of the music industry trying to dig... Dig our way up. <laughs> 25 seconds at a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chordy Gangster. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a powerful hit. I tell you, it's the one. It's the one. Oh. Listeners, uh, let us know if you'd, uh, if you would, how much you would pay for that on, on glorious 180 gram vinyl. <laughs> Me. Black and white striped vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, oh, pre-order, pre-order now 
send your credit card details <laughs> over to wolfmaniapodcast at gmail.com. Do that, that and Cisco for three and a half grand. <laughs> that could pay for Cisco. Oh, that could pay for Cisco. Do you think the four songs that you put down yeah. on, on his four song thing, can we demand he does Geordie Gangster? <laughs> Coolio would do Geordie Gangster, surely. <laughs> if Coolio does Geordie Gangster, that'll free him up. Oh no, I should uh, probably be playing Wolf. Wolf pa- Wolfman's Paradise, shouldn't I, really, yeah, at the end of this? Yeah, yeah. I don't think we've got enough room. No. <laughs> on people's iPhones. On people's iPhones <laughs> for this box set that this is turning out. It's the last time that we leave it two weeks before recording a podcast. Yeah, me too. I'm, uh, I'm overflowing. <laughs> uh, listeners, I pulled a late night face. Uh, remember, you can check out Wolfmania Late Night. Over at iTunes. Because <laughs> that needs another trail now, doesn't it? <laughs> Just to pad this one out some more. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's right. We've only got two more features, uh, as far as I can tell, uh, Tim. Okie doke. Uh, <laughs> how long do you think we spent talking about how much Coolio needs paying? <laughs> about 20 uh, minutes on that. Yeah, we've yeah. got enough, clearly. We've had to come back and tie up some loose ends. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Good walk spoiled. The film Caddyshack casts a long shadow over my soul. <laughs> you know it's true. You know it's true. Oh, I'm not sure I can do it. The film Caddyshack casts a long solo. No oh boy. The golden hour. Here we go. The film Caddyshack casts a long shadow. <laughs> do you want to do this one? Do the first bit. No. Here we go. The film Caddyshack casts a long shadow over my soul. A silly, poorly acted, terribly soundtracked slobs versus the snobs comedy. Yeah, I can relate to that. Welcome to Bushwood. Caddyshack is the reason that in the face of all common sense evidence, I think that actually golf is cool. Bill Murray's rags to riches greenskeeper. Cinderella boy, tears in his eyes, I guess, as he lines up this last shot. Convinced me early on. That even when it looks most unlikely, a comeback is always on. Indeed, for years in times of crisis, I'd replay Carl Spackler's inspirational internal commentary in my head. Cinderella story, I don't know where, former greenskeeper. That is, until I got a proper golf self-help tape. I used to play it in the car. Mind golf. Mind golf. You missed just that one. One is the model of the universe. Shortest distance between two points. Straight line. Yeah, that went well. Now I've never been much of a joiner. Who wants to be a member of a club that would have you as a member, right? With a few notable exceptions, the Dennis the Menace fan club. Teenage Fan Club, The Phoenix Artist Bar, MVC Music and Video Club, Primetime Video Queensway, sorry, Primetime Video Queensway, <laughs> The Folio Society, The Exeter Cavern Club. I've never carried much in the way of a card for anyone. I do, however, still have my Kidderminster Junior Golf Club badge from 1992. Not strictly sure how I got away with being a junior in 1992, but you know, I'll take it. I had to clamber into a suit and have an interview with the various heads of local industry who ran the selection committee. 
I played at my proud sporting heritage. Yeah, that's right. Captain of the uh, county at rugby. Yes. Union. I can see that face, Tim. I never claimed I was dragged up. And uh, I played down the sick on the bus, nearest punk rock micro celebrity side of things. The only question I remember them asking me was, does your hair have to be like that? Sort of accepted to membership, my father and I would very sporadically take to the links. He worked out that if you started out on the 8th hole and finished on the 17th, you could play nine holes without being spotted from the clubhouse and, as such, avoid paying additional green fees. As a treat, coming down the ninth tee, he'd crack out a can of tango for me and a can of special brew for him. There we were, just like Caddyshack, but more massively depressing now I think about it. Eventually we were priced out of the game and run out of the club. You've won this battle, snobs, but the slobs will win the war! I retired to the uh, world of video golf. Leaderboard for years, PGA Tour golf on the Mega Drive was my mistress. Uh, I remember you playing a golf game on uh, a Sega platform pre pre PlayStation One, the first iteration. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Japanese Nicker Girl Battle Golf. <laughs> Does that exist? <laughs> I, can, I can remember you telling me all about it. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> I really want to stop the podcast and look it up. <laughs> I don't think it was called that. It wasn't called Japanese Nicker Girl Battle Golf. <laughs> But, but that was the implication. The, the main visual takeout. <clears throat> there was. Oh, yeah. I certainly don't have that now. For years, though. Uh, I mean, I retired to uh, video golf after being uh, pri- priced out of the game uh, in the, in the uh, Kidderminster Golf Club. And, uh, yeah, leaderboard would have been the first one. Certainly, uh, PGA Tour Golf. On uh, the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, that was a, spent, a serious one. We must have spent, oh, for years. And um, for years. And um, I remember at college, uh, they had uh, they had a golden tea machine. I, uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you've listened to this, Tim, but I absolutely do know that you've listened to this. Um, the uh, this, uh, We've lost our... Uh, look at this. What's... Hello, hello. We look small somehow. <laughs> We're back. Yeah. I was going to say, I, I don't know if you've listened to it, Tim, but I absolutely do know you've listened to it. The uh, Mark Maron interview with Will Arnett this week. Uh, oh, shit. I don't uh, absolutely do know that you've listened to it. The uh, the uh, Will Arnett episode of the uh, Mark Maron podcast. Yes. In which yes. Uh, the, uh, the likeable, um, not exactly dragged up comedian... <laughs> Um, <laughs> comes comes across very well. He uh, Mark's questioning him as as is his wont, uh, priced out of the game uh, in the in the uh, Kidderminster Golf Club, and uh, yeah, leaderboard would have been the first one. Certainly, uh, PGA Tour Golf on uh, the Sega Mega Drive. Yeah, that was a, spent a serious one. We must have spent oh for years. And um, I remember at college, uh, they had uh, they had a golden tea machine. I, uh, I was going to say I don't know if you've listened to this, Tim, but I absolutely do know that you've listened to this. Um, the uh, the uh, Will Arnett episode of the uh, Mark Maron podcast. Yes, in which yes. Uh, the uh, the likable, um, 
not exactly dragged up comedian um, <laughs> <laughs> comes comes across very well. He uh, Mark, Mark's questioning him as as is his wont uh, about uh, his his run in with alcoholism, and uh, very cheerily Will Arnett points out that the biggest problem he had was the money that he pumped into the golden tea golf yes, machine. Yes, yes. In, in, <laughs> in the bar that his mate ran. I think his exact quote was, in the time that I've uh, spent playing golden tea, I could have got two law degrees. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much right. They had one of those uh, at, uh, in the, the, the college bar that, that, was at, that I was at, and um, I must have put a good at least two years' worth of student loan into that thing. <laughs> I realised that I had a problem uh, when, it, during one of the uh, the summer breaks uh, from that, I was, I was at some big rock show in Birmingham, a long way away from uh, from the college. You know, I think it was Primal Scream. I think I might have gone to see Primal Scream when they were doing the um, that, that big We're a Funky Soul Band review time. Oh, yeah, give yeah, out, yeah. but don't give up. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Probably a stinker. Um, and this girl came over to me, and that just doesn't happen these days and it was it was rare then and she had brilliant hair and she was funny and lively and and gorgeous and i couldn't believe it and she came over and she said hi it's you 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 go to my college i'm terribly sorry i i i think i think i'd know if if you if you went to uh i learned it all from you if you went to university with me i would definitely know about that. I said no, 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 no. For two years, we've we've been going to the. So, surely that 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 seems. I'm in the middle of a game. Hugely, hugely implausible. Well, that, that's the thing. She said, "Yeah, you do, but you've never seen me because you're the golden tea guy." <laughs> so, what? <laughs> what do you mean? What? What do you mean? I play it sometimes. <laughs> You're always on it. We call you Golden Tea. That bit's not actually true. I made that up. I actually quite thought I'd like the nickname Golden Tea. Golden A. Golden A. But uh, it was at that stage that I realised that I might be letting life slip me by. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that, uh, it, yeah, whilst uh, Will Arnett could have got two law degrees, I don't know. I could have talked to a girl. That would have been all right. Yeah, a girl came came up to you and talked to you whilst you were playing it. And tried and and she tried to help me out of that. Yeah, out, out of my hole. Yeah. Unfortunately, come on, late night smile uh, for that one, Tim. Yeah, unfortunately, it, it didn't completely get rid of the uh, rid of the problem uh, because, I mean, subsequently, it didn't shake my belief that that somehow golf was cool on at least. Surely the greatest pair of shoes. I think the second greatest pair of shoes I've ever had. Did you ever see those? A pair of golfing spats. No, they were, those, they were like those street golf shoes that I had. Stru- Urban what? golf street shoes. Street golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, they were. What um, brand were they? Well, I, I don't know, but they were. They um. Tightly. St- they did look like a pair of spats, <laughs> but they had street cleats. Street. <laughs> Or just like normal soles, like yeah, like grips, but they were very much <laughs> street, street cleats, but very much in sort of uh, okay. looking like a golf shoe. Okay, and it had the, the sort of the the white fringed tongue hanging out over the what, top. What, what purpose does that serve? What's the actual design reason for that? Make um, selling them to idiots who think that golf looks cool <laughs> and that they might be trying to do some kind of fashion thing. Back when I might have tried to do some kind of fashion thing. Okay. That's what I came up with. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I tried that three times now. I think I've tried to create the genre golf rock. Okay. Um, you must have heard some Nine Iron. That I've was heard uh, some Nine Iron. Yeah. We talked about Centrido earlier, didn't we? Uh, yeah. Briefly, and uh, that was the the concept behind Nine Iron was very much Centrido doing songs about <laughs> Nick Faldo, <laughs> uh, which went quite well. I was. I started it up again with uh, Spandau Ballesteros with their sort of glam rock sound. Um, what I don't think anybody's heard yet. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit of golf rap. <laughs> say sometimes i wonder to myself when that number one hit is going to happen <laughs> and sometimes you have to you have to you have to ask the question why do you keep getting in the way of yourself having a number one hit <laughs> oh the greatest story ever never told exactly those of you who have uh, stuck it out this far into what is truly going to be the 
I think the the pinnacle of Wolfmania the podcast. People will be talking about the the G episode of Wolfmania the podcast for where, years to where, come. Where were you? <laughs> oh, Tim, you're not on it. Where's my mic? Finally, <laughs> I'm back all over you. No, oh, look at that! You're huge, whopping. <laughs> Natural selection hasn't occurred. <laughs> it isn't just me talking to the voices in my head. <laughs> the species is staged to fight back. <laughs> I think when. Uh, yeah, where were you when the G episode of uh, Wolf Mania the podcast landed? You were in the icy streets of Chicago, Illinois. You were you were in your sushi restaurant in Yokohama, chuckling away to yourself. All Thank of the salary men coming in to get their lunch. <laughs> you've chopped one of your fingers off. They're like, "Are you okay?" And you're just laughing so much because yeah. you've just heard Geordie Gangster again. And you're wondering why am I laughing? That has no reference to my culture. What is a Geordie? Even the people in Trowbridge have no idea <laughs> what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but they've all marked the day on their calendars, though, yeah, haven't they? You have to. But they're probably sitting there and thinking, "What's what's happened this week?" Well, this week, I've been hit by the songs "Aim Higher," "Geordie Gangster," and "You Can Do It." Brackets lower your handicap. <laughs> With an obvious handicap. <laughs> Which um, you've got that for free. Yeah, my only concern is that there's going to be an expectation that we've picked it up and we're putting a bit more effort yeah. into it and it's going to be like this every week now. Oh, no. H is going to be... Uh, <laughs> it's, going to, it's going to be... Yeah, going to be some uh, some hard yards. That's yeah. what the, the, the yeah. chief H is. Hard, hard yards. Hard yards. Let's, uh, let's say thank you and, uh, and good night to everybody. Thanks for sticking with us on what's been, an, frankly, astonishing episode of Wolf Mania, the podcast. Gigantic. Absolutely gigantic. And uh, if you'd like a little more of this, <laughs> why would you not want a little bit more of this? We're just getting started. Oh, yeah, we were just warming up here. Why don't you stick around and join us for the Wolf Mania Late Night G? Well, we'll be covering one or two choice topics. Oh, yeah, the topic's going to heat up a little bit uh, when we talk about... Girls, girls, girls. What else? Really thought you were going to wolf whistle at that stage. When we talk about girls, girls, girls. We'll also be talking about God. Anything else? I've completely forgotten the third one. Was the third one? Oh, the third one. The third one is the thing that's going to break the internet. The third one is what's going to keep people coming back to late night. The third one. If you were thinking, I really love those guys tonight talking about all those, the, the Geordie gangster and that thing um, with the Gandalf in the off-license. Imagine if they were talking about going to the toilet. It's what people want, isn't it? Give the people what they want. Right, girls, girls, and going to the toilets. <laughs> also, God. In the late night version of Wolf Mania, the podcast, which, uh, you can get by going to wherever you get podcasts. That's right, uh, iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, the SoundCloud one is, I think, it's soundcloud.com slash Wolf Mania. iTunes is complicated sounding. Stitcher Radio, one of you does that, and you live in Gdansk. Hi! Wish I knew how to say hello in Polish. We'll work it out for next week. And, uh, 
yeah, other these smallish issues, I think we're good, Tim. We're good. Yeah, we're good. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for being here, and uh, see you next week. Bye.